Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, saying, We are descendants of Abraham, and we've never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying, You will be made free? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household, but the son has a place there forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are descendants of Abraham, yet you still look for an opportunity to kill me because there is no place in you for my word. I declare what I have seen in the Father's presence. And as for you, you should do what you have heard from the Father. Well, it's that time of year again. It's Lutheran Pride Day. I mean, Reformation Sunday. Today is the day we celebrate our glorious tradition. We're Lutherans, and it's amazing. We don't need a pope. Our pastors can get married, thank God, and be women. We let people read the Bible on their own. We even drink beer. (laughs) That got a strangely large reaction. (laughs) And of course, today we celebrate our pasts, the glory days when Martin Luther shook the world and the church was reborn. We just sang, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, that famous song he wrote so long ago. We remember that shining moment in history when us Lutherans got it right once and for all. (laughs) It's easy to live in the past, especially on a day like today. But today is not about the past. It's about the present, about here and now. In our gospel reading this morning, Jesus is trying to tell the people who are listening that the story of God is an active story. That the story of God is not primarily something set in the past, but is a story still being written one that's meant to be experienced and lived in the present. See, Jesus had been teaching all sorts of things that challenged the religious traditions, systems, and authorities around him. And it was making people mad. And in our reading today, he finally says something that's just too much. He goes, Too far. He tells the people that if they follow him, they will know the truth and it will make them free. And the people who are listening, people who were Israelites, who were already part of God's chosen people, they get fired up. Free. What do you mean free? We're descendants of Thomas Jefferson. I mean, Abraham. And we've never been slaves to anyone. 
Jesus says, I know that you're children of Abraham, yet you're still looking for an opportunity to kill me because there is no place in you for my word. There's something important here for us to notice. Jesus, the very incarnation of God, is standing in front of these people, speaking to them, teaching them how to follow God more faithfully, how to live the way God intends, how to be more free. And they can't see it. They can't accept it because they're stuck in the past. When they're confronted by God's word in the present, all they can do is talk about the past. It's as if, to them, God mostly lives in the past, in their history and traditions. As, it's as if God has already said everything important and worth saying, so they don't need to listen for anything new. As if their faith was primarily a thing of the past. And that's why it's so important for us to understand here today that Reformation Sunday is not all about the past. It's about today, here, now. It's not just about a German monk who lived 500 years ago and who may or may not have nailed some arguments to a door. It's about the way God's at work now, speaking now reaching out to us now, changing us and making us new now. The Bible tells us that the word of God is living and active now. And I know that that, that sounds kind of obvious. I know that you're tired from watching the Phillies lose last night, and maybe you're tempted to tune out. Maybe you're thinking, come on, man, it's confirmation. You don't have anything better than this. But before you tune out, think about it. How much time and energy do we waste, all of us, trying to cling to and live in the past? And how much does that keep the church, including sometimes our church, from following God boldly in the presence? Too often, the church clings to traditions and heritage and history to the point where we're no longer even listening for God to call us to something new today. Jesus told the people listening, he said, there is no place in you for my word. And this begs the question, is there room in us for God's word to speak? Are we making space in our lives to hear God's word speaking to us, not just from the distant past, but today? That's the question we ask on this Reformation Sunday. Is there a place in us for God's word? And what's keeping us from having that space in our lives? Maybe Maybe you're like me. I mean, I hope not, but maybe you're like me. What you need is to, to get rid of some of the distractions, to stop constantly streaming something, to silence the nonstop noise, 
Perhaps you, like the people in our reading, are too stuck in the past. Perhaps you believe that you already have God all figured out. Perhaps you don't want to hear what God has to say. You're scared of what you might hear. You don't want to be challenged or made uncomfortable. Perhaps you're too busy. Perhaps, perhaps you just trust in your spiritual heritage. We're children of Martin Luther, after all. Perhaps your life is simply too full to make space for much of anything. Wherever you are, today Jesus invites us to see that the story of God is taking place in the present tense, here and now. That God is still speaking, still calling, still changing us and making us new today. Faith cannot be lived in the past or in the future, but only in the present. And today, Jesus is challenging us to create space within ourselves, within our lives, our hearts, our souls, that are open to God's presence. To cultivate the kind of lives that make space for God to to stir things up, to wake us from our slumbers, to break us out of the way things have always been, to push past cultural niceties, to, to move us towards radical love and away from lukewarm faith that demands nothing of us, that makes space for God to act and work in the present, even when it's in ways that are unexpected and uncomfortable and new. You know, yesterday was our fall cleanup day here at Emmanuel, and we got a lot of work done And it reminded me of one of my favorite traditions the church has had, but which we have not practiced, in my knowledge, for hundreds of years. You see, back in the Middle Ages, when churches were being repaired, sometimes they would leave the scaffolding there around the building long after the repairs were done. And they did it first because it was a good fundraising strategy. So Jeff will think about this for next year, all right? But they also did it because it was meant to remind people that the church is always being worked on, always under construction, always being transformed and made new. And we're the same way. That's what the life of faith is like. That's what following Jesus is like. And this is a good reminder on a day when we're confirming two young people. You know I had to talk about you eventually, right, guys? Sydney, Tyler, you are both recipients of an incredible gift. You grew up in families that have done their best to pass faith on to you, to share stories from the Bible, to teach you about God. When it comes to faith, the two of you have inherited so much. But now, now your job is to find your place in God's story here and now, to know and follow Jesus in the presence. You cannot just rely on your heritage. Your faith cannot simply be about stories past from generation to generation 
because God is not simply a being that lives in the past, but is alive at work right now. And I think you both understand this. You both created something really beautiful for your final confirmation projects. And if you get the chance, make sure you ask Tyler and Sydney about their final projects. They both speak to the fact that God is alive and at work now. For her project, Sydney wrote a poem, and it includes these words. Straying away from tradition feels like we're betraying a simple God, but God is not simple. And walking away from our simple ideas does not mean walking away from God. Challenging our answers and questioning our traditions does not mean lukewarm Christianity because God is not cement. God is our oxygen. I think sometimes we forget that God isn't human, God isn't a man, and God isn't simple. And the good news this morning is that even though we sometimes struggle to make space in ourselves for God's word, Jesus promises that God's word always has space for us. That this invitation to a life of faith and forgiveness and love is offered to everyone. You don't have to be a certain age. You don't need all the answers. Tyler, Sydney, your faith doesn't have to look exactly like your parents'. I know, calm down, Lauren. That was the line that I thought would get you. (laughs) Jesus is inviting us, all of you, into the story of God that's happening now. My hope for our confirmation students and for all of us is that you'll live faith in the present, that you'll be open and continually make space in your life for God's word. Right now, God's calling all of us as individuals and as a church to give up habits and behaviors that leave us in bondage, that hurt us and harm others, to let go of traditions, even beloved ones, whenever they get in the way of fully loving our neighbors or effectively proclaiming the gospel, to stop clinging to the past and listen to where God is leading in the presence because God's always leading us to a place of greater forgiveness more freedom, and increasing love. We're God's people, and we've got work to do. And Sydney, Tyler, we need you. There are people to serve, chains to break, prisoners to set free, debtors to forgive, hope to proclaim, peace to spread. God wants to do all those things now, and God wants to work through all of you to do it. So may we join God's story in the present. May we live our faith today rather than trying to make God a thing of the past. And may we continue to make a place in ourselves for God's word. For God is still working to make all things new, including us. Amen.